Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week we have more Dream Apart, but first, a few announcements. The Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome card game is coming in June. With the Dungeon Dome card game, you'll be able to build tag teams with your favorite Dungeon Dome heroes and pit them against each other in exciting, strategy-driven battles. I'm so proud of this design, and Will Kirkby has done an amazing job bringing the characters of the dome to life. Be among the first to hear about the Dungeon Dome Kickstarter by signing up for the mailing list. Just follow the link in our show notes or head to bit.ly slash dungeon dome. Heroes, I wrote a book, and it's a guide to help players, both new and old, construct complex character backstories, and even keep playing the game when they're alone. It's going to be released in October 2018, and it will be available on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, and anywhere else books are sold. You can pre-order it now by following the link in our show notes, or by searching Amazon for James D'Amato. Heroes, many of your one-shot favorites will be at Gen Con this year, and we have a lot of panels and shows for you to attend. You can get the full list by heading to bit.ly slash osngencon. That's bit.ly slash O-S-N-G-E-N-C-O-N. There, you can get a fully updated document with everything we're doing. One-shot events tend to sell out quickly, though, so please sign up as soon as you can. And if an event does get sold out, you can always show up at the appointed time and location with generic tickets, and we'll try to sneak you in. We'd love to see more people at the System Mastery Live event on Thursday at 2 p.m. and the Neoscum Live event Friday at 7 p.m. Coming up on the OneShot Twitch stream this Thursday, we have a new episode of TPK with JPC starting at 7 p.m. Central Time. On Saturday, June 23rd at 12 p.m., we're bringing the Tomb of Annihilation to the Dungeon Dome. Lady Harpath's Tomb Breakers will take on the Lich Lord Aserak in a high-level brawl. You'll be able to influence the game through inspiration, summoning skeletons, and much more. Be sure to join us in our live audience June 23rd at 12 p.m. Finally, before we get to the episode, I want to give a huge thank you to our backers on Patreon. We're able to do what we do at the OneShot Network thanks to support from heroes like you. If you like what you hear when you listen to OneShot programs, please consider giving even a small amount to us each month through Patreon. We love doing this, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Well, you are in a market. There are not only things that you can buy, but also services. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what the best action, or what the most, <laughs> the most Zalman action would be. Yeah, I think Zalman needs to make a regular move to make a bargain with demons or ghosts for a terrible and unexpected price. So, so what if we briefly wrap the scene mm-hmm. between Zalman and the rabbi? And we do like a quick cut to Zalman's home. And then maybe one of the two of you could take on whatever he's attempting to make a bargain Mm -hmm. with. Part of being the market is playing when someone tries to make a deal. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Okay, that's yeah, good. You should that's take good. this. Then. I like yeah. that. So Zalman's in his home. Zalman's yeah. in his home. What does it look like? Uh, Zalman's home is pretty spare. I think Zalman lives across the river. He lives across the river, between the river and the edge of the forest. Um, so I'll put him. I've got the unseen worlds here. Well, remember that once you once you actually use it, you can you oh, you it's return it. Giveaway. Oh, it's when oh. your character does that. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's when you can't interact with it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it is full of unusual looking things uh there are statues there are incenses there are symbols and on the floor which is a dirt floor over hard rock there is an ashen depiction of the map of this town and there are different little bits and bobs that represent uh, various things that are there and Zalman is staring over it as though it were a difficult math problem occasionally moving one piece to one side and then to another well uh Zalman hears a uh familiar knock on the doorpost of his house please come in thank you very much Entering inside is uh, some of the interesting creatures that 
Zalman has become more and more familiar with. Perhaps you would use the word troll, mm-hmm. perhaps just demon, whatever it is. I think everybody has different names for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it lives out in the wood. I see you're moving things. I am. It looks like you want to move that thing as the troll points towards the bobble representing the garrison. You are very perceptive. Oh, it is so nice of you to say. Did you come here because you needed help? I came here because you needed help, Salman. It is so good to have a friend like you. Yes. I and my friends have been beset by outsiders. People mm. people who do not wish us well and would push us to the point of no longer being ourselves or being destroyed. And both possibilities I find anathema. Hmm. There is no third option? Well, that's what I'm trying to puzzle through. I move this over here, and he pushes what looks like a dried uh, like lentil or something across the ground. And elsewhere on uh, his map of the town, a small pebble rolls over. And that moves over there. Hmm. I push over here. He uh, puts uh, two coins together and half of a nut flips over. And that moves over there. Never this. I think there is a broken and rusted fragment of a blade that is standing where the garrison would be. It seems that you need to face your problem a bit more head-on, Zalman. Ah, I know I look like a very strong man, but I can assure you that I am not. You are not a a soldier. You just need to point the soldiers. And the troll reaches down and begins spinning the fragment of the blade. A little bit away from your gaze for a time. Yeah, Zalman looks down at it. Make a larger problem for them to deal with. I see, I see. This could work. This could save a lot of people a lot of trouble. Yes, you just need to hurt more people somewhere else. Well, as long as they're not my people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Zalman sort of like stands up and stretches out. Thank you so much for your counsel. Please, there must be something that I can offer you in return. Do you have any bread, Zalman? And Zalman thinks... And he takes what little food he has and um, puts it down in front of his strange-looking companion. That is all you have. Of course. We will talk more about this later. And the troll picks up the food that's there and Mm -hmm. leaves with it. Zalman nods and then looks once more over this map at the still-rotating blade uh, that is now just spinning freely. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I picked up the gossip and reputation because someone just did something transgressive or praiseworthy. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good place to end that. So yeah, we'll back up next. Zalman has to make a problem. <laughs> so we've got a couple Boy. things. We've got Zalman yeah. eventually making a problem. We've got Shira and Zelda. Still planning to talk to the rabbi. Talking yes. to the rabbi. Uh-huh. Well, talking to the rabbi's, rabbi's wife. wife to talk to the rabbi. Yes, of course. <laughs> To um, deal with the wedding. I'm not sure what Chatsky's up to right now, except dealing with some guilt. Yeah. So do we want to check back in on Zelda and Shira as they arrive at the rabbi's home? We could. Do we want to do it right then? Or do you... I'm trying to think of like future scenes too. Would it make sense to... Yeah. Have... Where, where is Chatsky heading? Yeah. Because we do know where Shira and Zelda are headed. I think Chatsky Ch- was sort of walking alone with his thoughts. I think that's kind of what was happening at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly not sure. I haven't thought. Does Hotsky venture somewhere for counsel? Does he go to speak with Zalman? Does he go turn around to go just right back to the rabbi's house? I think. I mean, we we could do a scene with Zalman because, especially the why why do I have this ink yes. stain on my pants uh-huh. my, that I was like? Yes, not even you could attention. come in just as Zalman was finishing up. Yeah, yeah. come uh-huh. to Zalman's door. Do you want oh, to be right after that ended? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I walk, I walk in as a troll walks out, or, like, do you want it staggered? There's probably a moment where, like, whatever music or we have, uh, it, like, cuts off, and there's the silence as this blade is spinning on the ground, and then it stops with a knock. 
Um, mm, okay. <laughs> so there's a there's a knock on the door. Again, I'm very popular. Please come in. Khatsky peers in the door as he starts to walk in. I didn't realize you were in such demand today. Neither did I. Khatsky, it is good to see you. Zalman, it is good to see you too. I hope that all is well, but I know if you are here, it must not be. Please have a seat. He just sort of wipes away like what his little depiction of the town and throws out, you know, like a mat or something that he has very few possessions that uh, would be comfortable to sit on. And I'll say the Chatsky just did not even notice it. Mm-hmm. It was to probably, I, I imagine for Zalman, it was like a sweep arm gesture. Yeah. That like everything gets brushed I think, yeah, aside. He doesn't even, move. I don't think he even brushes it aside as he sweeps his arms over it. It disappears. Um, you oh. might not even seen that it was there. Okay. Chatsky sits down and Zalman has seen Chatsky get like this before. He looks introspective. He looks concerned. You are too young to bear that look. I wish I could believe you. The people of the shtetl depend on me. And there are people who are not doing so well. Their children are not coming to proper fruition. Or though others where those wishing for children are not conceiving. I wonder if it is my fault. No, 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 my friend, you cannot think that. And and they cannot think that they are at fault either. I have been alive long enough to know truly lean time. I can tell you, my friend, that we have entered those. People, even healthy people, do not conceive in a lean time. They do not get the things that they want in a lean time. And sometimes, sadly, that is that is the world telling us that. But this time, I don't think so. No, you, you think that it's the world and not me in this case. No, 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 no. I wouldn't blame our beautiful friend, the world, either. I think the person to blame is considerably uglier because food is growing. It's plentiful enough. But people can't seem to get it in their mouths. That is very important to this. If, if the mother doesn't have the food necessary, does She's not have the energy. Not strong enough to support the child. You know that. It's something that you wish you could control, so you blame yourself. I understand that. That's, that's a responsible thing to do, but it's not right. So I have a question of the table mm-hmm. and also of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are you someone that I shouldn't trust? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think there is a clear... Because I'm trying to evaluate whether this is a weak move or not to put my trust in someone I shouldn't. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> Would it be better if we, we turn to the rest of the table on that, Justin? Yeah, then? yeah. I think I think this is out of our hands. Hmm. It's an interesting one because you're willing to sell out... Zalman is willing to sell out the rest of the world for the town. Yeah. That actually in some ways makes him very trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. You you know that as long as you align in that sort of way, that you will hundred percent be on your side. Yeah. But it's just is your town the same as his town? Right. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. Then I, I, in this case, I won't consider that a weak move right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it might retroactively convert. Chatsky <laughs> nods slowly, like processing the, what is being said. If I tell you something, can you keep it to yourself? No man or woman will ever hear what you have to say to me. (laughs) (laughs) Rivka, the rabbi's child, she is pregnant. This is a blessing. Yes, it is. But if what we are seeing with the Goyam persists, I am scared that child will not come to birth. What does that mean? For what I do, what does that mean for the rabbi? What does that mean for Rivka and Yitzhak? What does it mean for a community? This is a grave problem, but not one without a solution. There's a knock at the door. Oh, also, um, <laughs> did I? I just need to confirm whether I did this or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shared a secret. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there's a knock at the door. As Salman says, the word solution. Goodness me. Oh, 
I'm very, very popular. Please come in. Uh, hello there. Hatsuki is turns this the, to yeah. see a creature. I think Hatsuki's response is to stumble backwards over his seat. That makes sense. I, I couldn't overhear. I'd pause to take a snack nearby. There is a continued... Hatsuki continues to push himself back. What? And there's an anxious look to Zalman for an answer. This is a friend. A friend. Hello. Shalom. You are worried. Yes. About yes. what is happening to the people. Yes. You don't want it to come into your community. I would like it to not happen to either community. Hmm. That is difficult. Yes. Yes, it is. There is like a anxious look over to Zalman and like a mouth, like a very clearly the words that our mouth are is what is that? <laughs> Zalman is sort of studying his quote unquote friend in the door. Now you, I don't think would be coming around here unless you thought that you had something of value to add, correct? Was this accidentally encountering the Unseen World? Oh, I oh, think definitely. It was so. yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, oh, well, do, do you mind if I come in? Please, there is always a place to sit here. The troll enters. I would say that this is the most afraid that Zaman has ever seen. Hatsuki. Hatsuki, you are... Just young enough to be afraid in this situation, but I would invite you not to. There is the la- there's there's the lack of consideration of what makes in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. When Hatsky like very anxiously goes, but isn't that isn't he Shadim? Shadim for those on who are listening, that means demon. <laughs> well, you should ask first. Are you Shadim? I don't have a name, if that's what you're asking. At least not one that you know. I know it. And knowing is part of the battle, yes. so to speak. I'm going to blunder it totally unprepared into Whoa! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so somewhere you're like, I'm going to go talk to this other person. Forget talking to, R- to Rivka. That can happen later. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Not when her mom's around. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Went to go find Rivka. Oh, the mother's totally there. caught up in the, with the mother. <laughs> Wandered off to see if she could get more information from Hatsuki. Uh-huh. Followed Hatsuki. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Someone else. So we set Hatsuki, this- are you- What the? Guten Temmel, what are you? I am oh. running out of places for people to sit. Please come in. You are always welcome to sit here. Guten Temmel, what is this? What is this? I'd say from Shira's perspective, Hutsky is like up against a wall, anxiously looking at the troll. And the troll seems to be just perfectly relaxed and standing in the doorway. I think if you had the peace of mind to notice, you are seeing a stirring in Zelman that you have not seen in him before. He he does appear a little afraid as this young woman has graced his uh, threshold. The troll just lazily looks between everyone. Comfortably waiting. I'm Shira. Yes, Hatsuki? You Do you know this young person? Yes. Person? Yes. Person? Yes. What else would I be? What Do, do I look like a thing? What do you think I am? Well, I think that's a little rude. I made the offer already. Please come and sit. Shira? Please come and sit. Yes, Hatsuki? Shira. Shira. Hatsuki is slowly gesturing Shira to come in through the doorway and come closer, though the look of anxiety on his face is still very apparent. Shira comes in, keeping her eyes very firmly on whatever that is. We were speaking before you entered of a problem of bone and blood. Take it to the butcher? Well, that is something that I would truly, truly like to avoid. That would be Trafe. Oh. You uh, must be a, a traveler, someone uh, who does not take up residence here typically. True. Hmm? This is a place that has many, many troubles. 
Many troubles. Isn't everywhere. I would hope that somewhere isn't. He sort of smiles sadly. Yes, well, until the Moshiach comes, we, we will deal with our troubles. Look, I feel as if maybe, maybe discussing by the concerns from earlier pale in comparison to the company now. Company? Uh, our, our friend here is as old as the hills, born with them created alongside them and we are merely here for the first time in in their presence uh, it it would be rude to call someone a, a problem or a concern in their own home correct correct well here in the forest by the river this person is in their home and here you choose to build your home in theirs if I'm allowed to rent a room, I'll rent a room. Have you never heard of neighbors? Most of the neighbors I've known, the, the, the worst neighbors most people I know have are the Cossacks. Well, I am not a bad neighbor. I, I wish to help. Or perhaps the baby, the colicky baby that cries all night. That would be me, uh, Zalman says, once again looking you over. Uh, but but perhaps neighbors and neighborly relations w would not be your forte moving from place to place. Uh, you might not understand how communities form. I, I can understand that. Can't begrudge someone their ignorances. But our friend, I believe, was just about to talk about a very serious problem that we yes. all face. Everyone who mm. is a member of this community certainly faces. Yes. Again, I mean, the, the, the Goyim, their children. Yes. I'm concerned for their well-being. Hmm. As well as for, for all of the shtetl. Well, if you bring me one of the dead children, I can see what I can do. The look on Alchatsky's face. The color starts to drain from his face fast. <laughs> at that implication. I, I would not eat it. But ha handling of the dead. Is forbidden? For who? <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> proper care of the dead and proper to be buried within three days. Now, of course, the midwife might well be someone who would be involved in preparation of the dead for burial. However, yeah. there might be room for laxity in that time if they were buried properly within three days, depending on who you asked. And look upon my friend. Their flesh is dirt and soil. Their hair is roots and gnarls. You would entrust the dead to that anyway, correct? This is putting my trust and in the dead I belong in the <laughs> And the dead belong in the ground. Belong in the ground, belong with the ground. It's a very fuzzy difference. But, okay, so what if, if there were a way I could provide for you to observe a child that has unfortunately not been given the proper chance at life. Then I would be able to know what is happening, and I could offer a solution. For a price, of course. There's always a price. Always a price. What sort of price? Well, blood and bone is much trickier. The winds and the minds of men are easily swayed, but life itself... That is much more difficult. What price are you willing to pay? Chatsky starts to stand up from the wall. He still looks uncomfortable, but there is... Maybe it could be mistaken for a look of determination. Maybe a look that there is now a goal. I need to think. I think that is wisdom. That is good wisdom, and it will serve you well. I will leave you be then. Good morrow, all. Farewell. The troll walks out. Quick thing people might want to look on their sheets that I just noticed. Mm -hmm. On your character sheet, there's a thing that says lure. lure. Oh, yeah. We were supposed that, yeah. to tell people oh, our lures oh, yes. at the, before we started playing. Don't. So uh, my lure is that whenever someone places themselves under my care or follows my advice, they gain a token. Uh, my lure is whenever someone tells you a secret that gives you leverage over them, they gain a token. <laughs> Uh, my lore. Well, I gain that token. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. My lore is whenever someone offers you a new gig or is moved to change by your practice of an art, they gain a token. My lure is whenever someone relies on you to mediate a dispute or secure their happiness, they gain a token. Oh, man. So.
Honestly, I think that's maybe that might be a good place to end that scene is right yeah. natural locked out. Uh-huh. Unless Is it okay if I do a little bit of possible suggestion for f- where things might go? Oh, please, yeah. please. Sure. Yeah, this is a collaborative thing. So, so we were talking about demon possession being a curse. Yeah. It is one of the traditional stories about Dibbik. Dibbikim, they tend to take over in moments of extreme crisis, extreme yes. pain, labor is one of those stories mm. for a, I would love to see this go in a direction where a Dybbuk takes over Rifka when she's in labor. Oh, so we're talking far in the future. Yeah. Right. I think we should wind up with, I would love to see somewhere where we can fast forward to get to that. I, you oh. know what? I kind of feel like we might be there. Cause we, we, I think we left this scene uh-huh. with Steve, your character had, a choice to make. Mm-hmm. And we and, have we haven't set what the deadline is yeah. for the two synagogues problem. That, uh-huh. Yeah, we, yeah, we have not yeah. at all. So the, yeah, the only problem that would possibly need to get resolved before fast forwarding is uh the Cossacks arriving at the marriage. The wedding, yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So I think we gotta do that, and that will set the tone for this like transitional time jump. Yeah. And might give an opportunity for Shira to actually do some performing. performance. Yeah. Uh-huh. So who's getting married? I would say... Well, it's not Rivka. We know that. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Zelda's good friend, the blacksmith. Um, we could go with Svi. Svi works, I'm just yeah. going to use names on the sheet that we haven't touched. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And who is Svi marrying? Uh, Svi is marrying Bela. Bela. There is a tradition that it is good luck for the bride to cry on her wedding night. And it is the job of the itinerant klezmer to make this happen if it doesn't naturally <laughs> by doing a doina, an improvised piece that involves a whole lot of dark humor and insult comedy and tearful music and reminding the bride of everything, she, of what she's stepping into. Because most of these brides don't know their potential husbands very well. That seems like a perfect time for the Cossacks to break into the wedding. Oh, have yeah. you started <laughs> your performance yet, Shira? Probably. Okay, so specifically this aspect of it. I think this bride has been harder to crack, probably. <laughs> you know, it is... Yeah, Bela's a tough nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sitting there with that sort of stoicism uh that that only uh someone who is understanding a position of power that they have in a situation <laughs> can really really have and this is at night where where is this what is this go- going to be in a temple or uh the wedding would probably be about at this point would mm-hmm. probably be outside the temple okay on the grounds outside there's probably a fire around mm-hmm. there so out of curiosity is this the the major temple or is it the Hasidim temple? I would say it's the more of the major temple. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, because she hasn't cried and then the Cossacks break in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Shira is doing her best and playing her heart out and making terrible jokes and telling, wait, what was the name? Uh, Bela. 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 About all of the terrible things that are in store for her and about labor and about... (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to put up with your husband. Husband, Yeah. And and you're never going to be truly free again. And this is all legitimate, like, what they did. This is true. (laughs) Um, Your children are going to be the worst. worst. Yeah. (laughs) And you might die in childbirth. Yeah. (laughs) And your husband will be a bore. bore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that childbirth part around Chatsky. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, oh, gosh. I, I think that, yeah, I think that lands with you more than it does yeah. with the bride. <laughs> so Zelda is there at the wedding, um, obviously very happy for another successful match um, in her mind, right next to the door when... The Goisha break in. Yeah, and I think the move here is manifest threats of persecution, exploitation, expulsion, or violence uh, come in. There are, I don't think it's like a violent rushing in where people are hit or anything immediately. I think at the edges of the light of the fire, you can see shadowy figures moving in, Mm -hmm. and they are people in military uniforms. And there is someone calling out, 
louder than the din as like their voices are like hushed because there's fear, but they're moving um, and a loud voice calls out over them. We must interrupt, I am afraid, for an emergency collection. There's probably a hush over the general assembled crowd. Yeah. Uh, People scrambling, Bela running towards her husband. I think it is a slow and grim procession of these soldiers coming in and just taking what obvious things of value these people have at a wedding. So is the person who's leading this procession the same greasy person from before? Of course, yeah. Um, I actually have an idea. Uh-huh. Ooh. So as they approach, Khatsky looks at the Cossack, pauses and squints for a moment as if recognizing him. He actually steps forward. Do we have a, an idea for a name for this guy? So he's a tax collector who works for the Cossacks. So he could be a Jew from a like, different community mm-hmm. that has been brought in. Um. Jeez. Yeah. 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 Totally. Cool. Hey, yeah. That that definitely explains my character's outlook on Let's, the uh, world. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just bring yeah. up another name from here. We'll go with Benjamin. Benjamin. Sure. Wow. So uh, <laughs> Hatsky pauses and goes, Benjamin. And I think the room hushes a little Benjamin bit. Benjamin Yanko. He turns toward you, but does not meet your eyes. No. No. And Hatsky takes another step forward. Benjamin. And there is a, I'm going to be using a strong move here because uh, I can reveal that someone present owes me a debt. And Khatsky steps forward. Binyamin, on the day of a wedding, friend, please, what would it take for you to go and to stop this? I am told what to do, and so I do it. Unless you would have something else of value to offer, I must take what I must take. What of what I've done for your little Tova? What about what I've done for your little Tevya? The soldiers are sort of going about their business as this is happening, but like you can see that Benjamin is clearly at the breaking point here. Zelda is going to then step in with Ooh. a strong move of her own. Whoa! Persuade mutually hostile groups to ally for now. Look, we understand. You have to do what you have to do. Everyone has to do what they say. But just let it be tomorrow. I think Benjamin, after some thought, considers it and calls for the halt. And the soldiers stop their work. Obviously nervous about stopping. And Benjamin barks another order. It's time for dancing. Join us oh. for a dance. Oh, I love this move. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so what is the move on your sheet? Um, diffuse a tense situation with jokes or beauty. Ooh. Ooh. So you're inviting the Cossacks to dance at the wedding. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, I love this move so much. <laughs> Please describe for us what happens. So she starts the band up and starts playing a very danceable, very a lot of the tunes were played in on both sides. The klezmers played for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so she plays a, a Romanish, a particular dance that was very common throughout a lot of this region and starts like jumping around and getting everybody to dance. Yeah, I think there was like this tense, tense moment <laughs> where uh, Benjamin was trying to bark orders and there were some soldiers who were listening and some who weren't. And then cutting through that silence is the sound of your fiddle. Yeah. And and slowly, what other musicians might be there are there to join in, and then people start to clap, and everyone starts to move. And once again, the darkness and the shadow that had been brought in the room by this heady moment is like brought to an end, and everybody is having a fabulous time. Zelda finds herself dancing nearby a man, nearby Benjamin. Mm. And she begins to have... Some interesting feelings and give me a token. (laughs) As she's beginning to fall in love. With Benjamin, the tax collector? Oh my God. Okay. We got to leave this scene here because (laughs) it can't get better. It's about to get more. It can only get more heated. Yes. Oh, this rules. Uh So nine months later, y'all. Where do we start? Perhaps check in with Khatsky meeting with Rivka. Well, I actually kind of like the idea that someone is being sent to get 
Chatsky because it's oh. we're at that close period, so there's no guarantees when it's going to happen. But the, I would imagine the moment that labor occurs, Chatsky is being brought in because I don't unless well, Zelda and the Rabitsin are friends, right? So her daughter going into labor could have immediately happened some point near around Zelda. So Zelda is running off to go get Chatsky. That works. To help with the baby. Try to find a way to bring everyone in this scene. Yeah. Because it'd be hilarious. We've got um, well, Zalman so being close friends with the Rebbe. You all encountered that troll. And we've also well established that Rivka is friends with Shira and yeah. has a, had a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Shira could easily have come back into town yeah. specifically to be there for Rivka. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Shira's been there for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's that time. Uh-huh. And perhaps you were consulting with Zalman about the troll mm-hmm. when Zelda goes to find you. Do we want to decide whether I got that was provided or do we want to just leave that a mystery? I think leaving it a mystery is good for now. I think we can leave it a mystery okay. for yeah. now, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So then I guess we should we start in the room with Rivka? Or perhaps do we start with Zelda getting the two of you there? That works. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. Are you both in Hotsky's home or in Zalman's? We've used Zalman's, so I think we should use it again yeah. just so we don't yeah. have to, mm-hmm. you know create brand new locations then there is another knock and uh oh please zelda she was already entering when you said please yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hotsky uh, the baby rivka's oh oh it's coming i'm on my way i'm uh, i'm coming right now and he i I would say like are we we're probably like we're sharing breaking bread of some sort Mm -hmm. and like the bread practically tumbles to the floor as he gets up and then rushes out the door. Yeah. Catching her breath for a moment, Zelda begins running again. (laughs) Dalman, I think, uh, is left to carefully put away the bread that was spilled and make preparations to leave his home, and he will find his way there at the same time you do. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think maybe next, before we before we get there in that scene, I think it, it should be Rivka and Shira. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I think Rivka, Shira, and maybe Tova. Yeah. Uh, Rivka's mom. Yeah. So who wants to be Rivka in the meantime? Uh, I was Rivka earlier, so I could be Rivka again. Well, I know Tova. you played Tova yeah, earlier. Yeah, I'll be, be Tova. I, I need to be she myself. Yeah, you need, need to be yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got the unseen world here. <laughs> yeah. Someone will need that shortly. And the market. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Rivka is feeling, beginning to be out of breath, uh, just trying to hold on and breathe. He'll be okay. Uh, he'll be here soon. Good. It, it's it's coming. I need you to breathe for me. Breathe. Big gulping breaths. Come on. Okay. That's not it. That's not what we're looking for. Rivka finds it probably very hard to listen to her friend and her mother with the pain she's experiencing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, I, I need to, I need to, 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 to lie down somewhere to, oh, oh my yep, God. Yep. Yep. Come with me. Follow mom. And she pulls her. Shira. Shira. Yes. Oh, oh. Take my hand. Rivka grabs it tightly. Oh. Uh, you can take my hand too. Uh, <laughs> 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 definitely giving Shira an eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, R- Rivka reaches out for for her mother as well. Okay, mm-hmm. <sighs> and she takes a step and a step. Yep, as and... they walk towards the bed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, Whew. I'd say we can do a quick fast forward mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Hotstick both busting through the door. and like Zelda, the like Zelda like soon after busting yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, catch up, Zalman. Hotsky comes in. Where where is she? Is Zalman's waiting for you, Zelda, when you arrive. <laughs> did he get How there before he, both oh of us? Oh my god! I I, I, I like that. He, I don't think he came in before both of you, but he's he waiting, waiting by the door. Yeah, I thought you were behind me. No matter, yeah. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Hatsi barges in. There's like the there's the barging in, and then like the pulls back out of the room. Is like apologies. May I come in? Yes. Thank you. Rivka yells. Uh, <laughs> Hatsi comes in, and he looks to 
Tova, I'm going to need access so that I can make Rivka a relaxant. It'll help ease the pain that she's experiencing. I think I had to stop it. I picked up the supplies on my way on my way over here. I just need something that I can boil water. Uh, uh, she, she, you can tell like there is some fear in her eyes, and she she nods and and hurriedly uh, grabs what you need. Um, so I'm going to be using one of my regu- regular moves, which is brew a stimulant, relaxant, or a fortifacient, and I'm definitely not doing that last one. <laughs> uh, I am brewing a relaxant. Yeah, we are going to need a oh, shoot. Uh, and, and while that's brewing, all right, I Rivka. think. Oh. I know you're in a lot of pain right now. Uh-huh. What I'm going to need you to focus on right now, yeah. we are getting everything together. Okay. I- I'm going to do one of my regular moves, which is Rivka is definitely trying to go along with what you are saying and, and instructing. And I am going to stare into her eyes without blinking. And I think the sort of anxiety that's in her voice sort of falls away and there's a lot more monotone response complying with your instructions. Whether or not you notice this is, yeah. is up in the air, but Shira <laughs> definitely what? does. Salman, what are you doing? I'm hmm? here to help. Hmm? Might be a good time to use one of the moves on the unseen world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as you see Zal- as Zalman is doing this, you s- hear... A whisper, you see a faint darkness passing over the room. You feel something is here. What was that, Zelda says? Chatsky doesn't seem to notice. He's focused on his job and doing his responsibilities in this moment. Zalman cannot break eye contact with Rivka, so he is looking at Rivka, but he is making a sign to Shira, sort of like when when the shadow passes over, like indicating like, I have seen what you have seen. Tova, on the other hand, is much more anxious about it. This is her first grandchild. So Tova, <laughs> Tova, whereas Shira, I don't know if Shira is going to positively respond to Zalman's mm-hmm. I've got, like acknowledgement. I say Tova approaches Zalman very closely and goes, I understand that you are my husband's friend, but what are you doing to my daughter? I am helping your daughter through a very difficult time. And we will all be very happy when that time has passed. Is that good enough for Tova? Tova narrows her eyes. I am definitely going to provoke enmity, suspicion, or distrust in Tova <laughs> right now. As like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're already there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Great. No, Tova narrows her eyes. If anything happens to my daughter or her child. Your friendship with my husband should be the least of your concerns. And she takes a few hurried steps away from Zalman and then immediately goes over to Khatsky, uh, anxiously asking what she can do to help. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, probably Rivka goes into the final pushing stages of labor. And with her first full scream... We're, we're also assuming that the... Relaxant was provided, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, I mean, uh, you're still going to scream on yeah, a relaxant. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah, with, with the first full scream, she gasps in afterwards and something dark enters her mouth. Again, I would say Chatsky's not focused on that because yep. he, is, he is addressing and waiting for the baby. Well, Zelda definitely sees it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she looks around the room. Zalman, did you see that? Zalman nods, um, and he appears to be mumbling under his breath. I am going to compel obedience with a secret name. And one of the secret names that I know is the protector in childbirth. Mm. So that mumbling starts to grow louder. It's almost speaking in tongues. It's not something that makes anyone in the room who is uncomfortable with with Zalman generally more comfortable with him. (laughs) He is going to now grow very, very close to Rivka, standing over her over the bed and is now still maintaining that eye contact. He has not blinked this entire time. What do we think it visually looks like, the protector in childbirth? The protector in childbirth is a protecting spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is something that is shielding. In my head, my first thought is something that's an enveloping force, whether that's enveloping in light or in wings. 
I, I then I think there is sort of light that um, is encircling this girl from her feet. It starts to move up her body, and then we can see her mouth, that shadow earlier, mm-hmm. now thicker and so much more prominent, is coming back out of her mouth. And I am going to take a weak move, and I am going to invite a spirit to possess someone I care about. Uh-huh. And the person I think that I've established that I care about the most, it's either Kotsky or me. Um, <laughs> and I kind of think it's more fun if it's me right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think that shadow moves out of her and starts to move into Zalman's mouth, which there is definitely a period during this transfer that anyone could walk in and interpret, well, that is moving from Zalman's mouth into her mouth. (laughs) And I think Zalman sort of collapses with a scream, and any screams that were coming from Rivka are now Zalman's screams. So that her screams are coming out of his mouth? Yeah. Oh, that's even wow. worse. That's creepy. <laughs> oh, that's very creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is she like silently mouthing a scream? I think she looks serene. <laughs> oh. Zelda probably begins to freak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, yes. Yeah. What is going on? How does this get that screaming man? <sighs> How far along is the child? That is what I need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, we already said it was we were in final pushing stages. Yeah. So okay, so that probably you can see the you, head. You could probably declare it to be born at any time that seems convenient. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I actually can't. Yeah, oh, that is actually one of my moves. Awesome. <laughs> so while this is going on, Hatsuki is more or less positioned between Rivka's legs, and at one point, with all of this going on and the screaming with. Rivka's voice uh-huh. out of Zalman's mouth mm-hmm. still occurring even after Khatsky announces all right it is a healthy baby boy and god I feel like that scene just ends and there are still screams from everyone in the room there is like this moment of joy that the I think the baby is not screaming crying I think it's like laughing, and that's even a little bit creepier. Well, I think w- I do want to use my strong moves here. Oh, please. Because it's a common concern that, you know, death and childbirth is a very common concern. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that, you know, maybe that Rivka started to have complications, but because of Khatsky's knowledge and the skills that he's developed in his role, he's able to save the life of his patient. Okay. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with more Dream Apart. In the meantime, if you're looking for more great One Shot shows, be sure to check out System Mastery. System Mastery follows Jeff and John as they scour the bargain bins of game stores across the country to bring you up-to-the-decade reviews of failures and secret successes of RPG history. That's Thursday nights at 9 after an all-new Becker or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the OneShot Twitch stream this Thursday, we have a new episode of TPK with JPC at 7 p.m. Central Time. And on Saturday, June 23rd at 12 p.m., we're bringing the Tomb of Annihilation to the Dungeon Dome. Lady Harpath's Tomb Breakers will take on the Lich Lord Aserak in a high-level brawl. And you'll be able to influence the game through inspiration, summoning skeletons, and much more. Be sure to tune in June 23rd at 12 p.m. to be part of our live audience. You can find all that and more at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. The Kickstarter for the Dungeon Dome card game is coming this June. With the Dungeon Dome card game, you'll be able to build a tag team with your favorite Dungeon Dome heroes and pit them against each other in exciting strategy-driven battles. I'm so proud of this design, and Will Kirkby has done an amazing job bringing the characters of the Dome to life. Be among the first to hear about the Dungeon Dome Kickstarter by signing up for our mailing list. Just follow the link in our show notes or go to bit.ly slash Dungeon Dome. Heroes, I wrote a book. 
and it's a guide to help players both new and old build complex character backstories and even help you keep playing the game when you're alone. In October 2018, it will be available on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, and anywhere else books are sold. You can pre-order it now by following the links in our show notes or by searching Amazon for James D'Amato. Heroes, many of your one-shot favorites are going to be at Gen Con this year, and we have a lot of panels and shows that we'd like you to attend. You can get the full list at bit.ly slash osngen. That's bit.ly slash O-S-N-G-E-N-C-O-N. There you can find a fully updated document of everything we're doing. One-shot events tend to sell out quickly though, so please sign up as soon as you can. And if an event does sell out, you can always show up at the appointed time and location with generic tickets and we'll try and sneak you in. We'd love to have more people at our System Mastery Live event Thursday at 2 p.m. and our Neo Scum Live event Friday at 7 p.m. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I have to talk about immigration. Simply put, separating parents from their children is unacceptable. If the practices of ICE at behest of this administration make you angry the way they make me angry, you have to do something about it. And a good first step is calling your representatives. I've seen many passionate voices speak out about this on social media, and that's good. But there are more effective pathways to making sure your voice gets heard by people who can do something about it. One of the best ways is calling. And when I call my representatives, I use fivecalls.org. There, you can find issue summaries for issues like this, contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make the process easier. This is a critical time, and we need people to act. Take the time and make the calls. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.